Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Raushan. It's an interesting conversation we're having today because uh, if you've been following StraitsTimes.com, uh, Straits Times is celebrating Outstanding Singaporean Selected for the 2022 SD Athlete of the Year Award. This is an award backed by 100 plus. And what they're doing is asking their nominees to write a letter to themselves, their younger selves. So Raushan, here it comes. What would you write to your younger self? Once again, catching me off guard with these <laughs> questions, Elliot. Uh, if I had to write to my younger self, I guess it will be study a bit harder, maybe yeah. choose something else to do. Not that I don't love my job. I absolutely love my job. But sometimes I look on the other side of the pond. I look at friends who've gone on to do other things and I'll be like, I might be pretty good at that. Yeah. If I could write a letter to my younger self, I would say sacrifice your weekends till you're wow. maybe 32. 32? Yeah. Why? I think I didn't sacrifice enough weekends. I think maybe I could have worked harder, could have done other things during the weekend, uh, but I was pretty big on on having enough rest. Mm, mm, so mm, mm. that's I think what I would say. The beauty of writing to your younger self is hindsight, right? And it's often 2020, so yeah. you tend to be a bit reflective and think about yeah, how things could have yeah. panned out slightly differently. I would, also, I would also say all that partying you're doing is the right thing. Don't worry. Oh, well done. <laughs> well done. Good advice. Because you grow, you see, you see things. You of grow. course. You see people. Of yeah. course. You don't want to shortchange yourself <laughs> Correct, correct. Uh, Well, today we're talking to one of those nominees. She is a power lifter, a very strong lady, and she's on the line with us. Uh, Her name is Farhana Farid. Farhana, hi, how are you? Hi, guys, I'm good. How are you? Very good. Thanks a lot for taking the time to speak with us. Likewise, thanks for having me. Farhana, we're very, very excited to be in conversation with you. But firstly, how does it feel to be nominated for the Straits Times Athlete of the Year Award? Um, It's it's, it's of course awesome. I'm definitely honored and beyond thrilled to be recognized for, for what I do for my passion. You say passion. Um, yeah. Why is powerlifting a passion? Um, you know what? I think it's, it's really been part of my life. It started out as a passion project or something I was doing on the sidelines. But okay. I think I've, I've kind of centered my entire life around it now. I eat, breathe, powerlifting. Mm. It's my job. It's... It's what I do, what I think about, um, and and it's it's my purpose, I guess, and aim in life. Now, Farhana, you talk about stumbling upon it almost, right? Taking yeah. it up as a passion and then suddenly becoming pro. When did that that <laughs> switch come on for you to decide to start doing it pro? Um, you know what? I was actually not planning to pursue this professionally. So it started out, like mentioned, as a sideline hobby. And then I just got involved in it more and more. I started competing two to three times a year. And I started going for internationals to represent Singapore. So actually, up to end 2022, I was still working full-time while being an athlete. And then now, I'm a full-time coach and athlete. Mm. How heavy can you lift? Um, around 200 ish Wow. <laughs> okay. So if ever I'm drunk, I need someone to throw me out the club. <laughs> That's you, Farhana. But you know the, who to call. <laughs> I, I do. But, okay, this is me personally. My, my wife does a little bit of that because uh, she used to work for the sports ministry as well. Uh, nowhere near 200. But I think, it, for me personally, I think strength is sexy. Strength mm. is powerful. And it should not be something that we should be intimidated by. But you're a lady. Is it harder for yeah. you? Um, there was a bit of resistance in the beginning. Um, I think just from people who just didn't know better and who, who mm. were just concerned, basically. But also, I did feel the need to sort of 
prove my worth in the beginning because sort of people come in with this um, preconceived notion that we don't know what we're doing, you know, because mm. it's, it's predominantly a male-dominated sport. But then I think women bring their own flair, their own poise and elegance to the sport. So we are a force to be reckoned with because we're catching up to the big boy rate. Yeah, you certainly are. And those buzzwords you talk about, poise and elegance, certainly comes along with someone like you doing powerlifting right now. Farhana, in that yeah. letter to your younger self, Elliot and I joked about what we would write to our younger selves. But for you, <laughs> I want to know about overcoming possibly a traditional family, if there was one, in terms of stumbling blocks to achieving what you have. Um, so my family was not, you know, overly traditional, but they they were your typical conservative Asian family, you know, the kinds who would value face reputation conduct. So, mm. so actually in the bulk of my growing years, um, everything I did was kind of in line with what my family wanted. So when it came to school, career, good of the family comes first. But with powerlifting, it was kind of my way of breaking out of it. So it was something I was doing for myself. Um, it didn't, I, I didn't even try convincing them to accept it. You know, I sort of just went like, hey, I'm competing next week. You're welcome to come. <laughs> and they did. Yeah, so they... They came and they saw what I have been training for, you know, for hours on end. And they kind of saw the value it brought to me and how it empowered others around me. So I think that's how they slowly kind of made that transition into being a bit concerned and not so supportive in the beginning and actually like kind of celebrating the sport and supporting it. And, and they actually like it that my younger sister is doing it now. Mm. Actually, you know, uh, contrary to popular belief, it takes a lot of grace to be able to lift that much weight, you know. <laughs> there are points for all these sort of things. Uh, I'm curious, Mahana, you know, the, yeah. the fact that you have been your own self in this journey, you know, taking on these challenges, do you think that defines you as a young woman? Do you see that defining you perhaps one day as a mother? I, I would think so. I hope so. <laughs> um, I guess I've always been one to go against the grain, you know, like mm. blaze my own trails. And, and I do wish to kind of pass this on. Like, it doesn't mean to my future offspring, but kind of everyone around me. Sure. But yeah, I do hope to kind of spread this to the next generation, you know, to, to work hard for something, you know, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going, right? And not to, to kind of quit when it gets hard. Um, especially in the day and age of like instant... Um, rewards and, 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 you know, quick validations, I think yeah. that's quite crucial, yeah. Wow, inspiring inspiring words for her, Naya. I can see why you're a nominee for Athlete of the Year. Now, we talked about that journey and having yeah. a fairly supportive family come along, especially seeing it in the flesh when you pursue your passions, right? But there's a special person who pushed you a long, long way, and that's <laughs> your knight in shining armour, as I like to call him, James Barcelo. I hope I'm getting yeah. it right. Your boyfriend that's then, right. now your husband. How did he play such a big part in you achieving your dreams? Um, so, so on that fateful day, when I happened to deadlift above the um, national record then, and I didn't even know like, the extent of you know whatever potential that was, so he was the one who recognised it. And he kind of nudged me to take that leap of faith to pursue something that was completely out of my comfort zone. You know, I never thought I'd be lifting. I never thought that I'd be powerlifting. What more competing? So he kind of pushed me in the right direction and guided me through the whole process. And it's hard to not believe in yourself when someone has so much confidence in you, right? Um, and it helped that he was there along the way. So he found my first powerlifting coach. He trained with me and was there in every single competition. 
Mm. Um, it's like in your letter at the end of the day, you know, and and before you talk about your your husband, you talk about how self expression is not encouraged. You could end up being yeah. a regular woman who does baking and all that. But if you did <laughs> all that, you wouldn't have met him. Yeah, I, I I tend to like to ask the question: If you could do anything different, you know, yeah. uh, when you look back on a sports career, what would it be? If I were to ask you that, what would your answer mm. be? You know what? I I'm a very firm believer, and it sounds really cliche, but like everything happens for a reason, okay. and I think even the negative parts or or even the mistakes that I made that I could have done better, I think kind of shaped me to who I am today. But perhaps if there was one thing I could do a little better was to actually be more forgiving and kinder to myself in the beginning. <laughs> Good advice. Wow. <laughs> you know, like we're very goal-driven. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we like to push and we expect a lot of ourselves. So that yeah. so would beat myself up for not, you know, getting a certain weight, for not executing it right. And it got very emotional mm. when we could have been more practical and progressed Now, Farhana, you talk about the lows of beating yourself up. Let's talk about the highs a little. Let's talk about that world record you set in September last year. 201 Mm -hmm. kilo lift in the under 52 kilo weight category. How good did it feel considering everything you've had to go through (laughs) to get to that point? Well, actually, I went on to break that and pull 202 in December. I beg your pardon. Well done. <laughs> she can she can leave both of us okay, out of the club. No, no, no need to show up for her. No? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's your stage to shine. Tell us all about how good it feels. Oh, you got to own it, right? Yeah. Um, honestly, it was a massive relief. It was pure blissful joy. And, and we were actually hungry for more because we smelled blood. Um, relief because it was a moment in the making and we were always building towards that goal and I had a whole village I had so many people invested in that moment and who got me to where I was at and I just couldn't let them down and I guess I from through my trainings I knew that I had it in me to handle that weight it was just a matter of um, executing it that day mm-hmm. I'm biased already I hope you win uh, <laughs> although another friend of mine is nominated so I'm in trouble uh, Farhana it's a yes. letter to your younger self. Uh, yeah. Now, if there was that young girl out there that happens to be in the parent's car listening, thinking about yeah. taking on a sport, doesn't have to be powerlifting, what yeah. would you say to that young girl, that total stranger? Um, honestly, something that you may want to achieve may seem remotely impossible, just like me and powerlifting. But if you have your heart and your mind set on it, um, I would advise to kind of build like a mental track that will lead you there with small sort of milestones in between. So to make sure that, you know, you build momentum, you're on the right trajectory to your mm. goal. But also to, to brace yourself because it's not going to be easy. There's going to be resistance and sacrifices are expected, but also to enjoy the process, like enjoy the journey itself because regardless of the outcome, you're already a better person than you were before you started. Mm. And what would you say to two older folk like Raushan and myself? We would I'm not old. And, and ask you to teach us to power lift. Is it ever too late? Not at all. Like, we, we've had master athletes. So, basically, athletes beyond 40, 50, 60, 70 years Elliot. old who have just started. <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually, they started because um, they found out they had like health issues, osteoporosis, and, and they were advised to take up lifting. And mm. then they became athletes that started representing Singapore. So, it's never too late. I do think power lifting is a sport for anyone, everyone. Mm. And there's a place for you. Yeah, osteoporosis. That's how I tell it's about the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Fahana, you've been thoroughly inspiring in the way you've put your thoughts across and we've enjoyed this conversation very oh much. God. For those of you listening, do make sure you can check out the article. The
a letter to her younger self on thestraitstimes.com. We've been speaking to Farhana Farid, powerlifter for Singapore. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Cheers. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.